0: Tell me why high-intensity interval training um, works for your program.
1: Um, Well, we do it every Friday, and it's basically so the kids get the most bang for their buck out of the amount of time we have them for, so it can target all students and all athletes, regardless of what sport you participate in. The high-intensity interval seems to be what um, appeals to most of the children and is the most beneficial to our athletes. Okay, so how... Actually, everybody, not even just the athletes.
0: Yeah, so um, how long do you have... How long is a class period?
1: 45 minutes.
0: So, uh, looking at your outline, if you got, you know, 10 stations for a minute with roughly two minutes worth of breaks in there, that's 12 minutes. How many circuits do they get to complete in uh, in a given Friday?
1: It depends on the amount of students that are in there, to be honest, as well as the amount of time So depending on we can have anywhere from 70 kids down to 12 kids in the gym depending on a given class and a given time um but i would say they're moving the entire time they'll either repeat a station we add stations sometimes they're doing line drills or something along those lines so there's never downtime
0: okay um and how do they uh how does it how do they what's what do you see from the from the kids in terms of uh, participation and effort level and uh and things like that? Um,
1: I w- we've been doing this for, pre- for five, six years now, and at this point we have, I would say, 97% of the kids do it every single Friday, and, like, we don't really have problems or even other than injury, and we've set a precedent that they need a doctor's note to get out of it. <laughs> okay. So they're pretty compliant with that, because, and they also get a grade for it, So they don't want to get a poor grade, you know, poor daily grade for not participating in Fitness Friday. Okay. And all we ask them to do is do their best. So they learn, you know, at the beginning of the school year that everybody has their own best. And even though it might look to you like somebody's not trying their hardest, that might be all they have.
0: Okay. Uh, So they, you know, they're they're gauged personally. So a little bit. of And they
1: actually have their own personal fitness packet that they put together themselves that have their goals set on them for the year. So they set yearly, monthly, and weekly goals for themselves. So they actually reflect on their own performance, not somebody else's performance. So it's all about them. So it's really high-intensity interval training, but it's personalized.
0: Do they do these this, this goal setting for just this particular... just for the Friday workout, or do they do it for the whole... Um, the whole PE year.
1: Well, Fitness Friday. The, the way our Fitness Friday works is the health class, our Family Consumer Science class, and our phys ed classes come together on Fridays to do it. So we have about three quarters of every class come through our gym on Fridays. So most of them have gym for three quarters of the year on Friday. So therefore, it's kind—it's a year-long goal for them. Okay if that makes any sense. But they have like one quarter that they don't have any of those classes, so they take that quarter off.
0: Okay, Um, and how do you, do you gauge their their fitness improvement over the course of the year? Um,
1: yeah. Yes, yeah, so, so over the year, we do different evaluation periods with them. So every time there's a semester, they have a baseline that they set at the beginning of the semester. And then there's a, like, a pre-test and a post-test, almost. And their post-test, ideally, you would get stronger, faster, quicker, Mm -hmm. gain more muscular strength if you were in Fitness Fridays than if you were not. So they reflect on that at the end. Some of them only take a second off their mile. Sometimes they talk about, well, how can my mile time increase? And we just spend time explaining and kind of talking things through.
0: So what's the, is there any instance of, um like an individual aha moment or kind of a, a breakthrough conversation that you got, you've been able to have with, with a student based on their goals and their performance and, and what all that means when they either see what they want to see or don't.
1: I think for most of them, it's when they're trying out for, you know, their individual sport and they're like, Oh, the stuff that we actually do in business Friday is meaningful. Like i learned how to do these things already or they'll go to a gym or something and they're like, oh, I already know how to make a a workout plan. This isn't, and a lot of times people don't realize that these kids have the ability to be able to do that from what they learned in our class. They can go to a gym. They can set up their workout plan. They know their muscles. They know what to do to enhance, you know, their strength for softball versus track versus a wrestler. So it's really tailored to them. and what they specifically need. I mean, I can't think of one specific student because, I mean, even from a coaching perspective, because a lot of them will say, oh, well, I'm really sore. That really helped me to do X, Y, Z. Um Okay.
0: Okay. Um, and, I, you know, the, the list of essential questions that, that goes along with the unit are, are very good. Um, how do they do... Um, answering these questions, uh, either with their performance or with their understanding?
1: Um, they usually, sometimes we have them answer them verbally and other times we'll do like an assessment on their Chromebooks where they have like an exit ticket Mm -hmm. and they're, you know, responding to actual questions. It all depends on the group and also the grade, to be honest, because they span such a large, you know, we have everybody from 12 to 15 year olds in here. So, You know, with the fifth graders, we have a tendency to do a lot of just talking to them. Where with the eighth graders, you know, we do more of an assessment piece.
0: Okay. And um, if you had to put a value on gaining, uh, you know, understanding of the essential questions, which one would you, which one does it please you the most that they grasp?
1: Probably setting just personal goals is what I really want them to get out of it more than anything is to show growth in themselves and really to be able to set goals for themselves and attain those goals as well. So setting short-term goals and achieving them okay. is the essential question that I think is probably most important.
0: So you mentioned earlier that you kind of got into this, the this, the high-intensity interval training because it gave you an opportunity to get the most bang out of the buck in terms of effort and time Um, do you get much into the into the science behind it about you know why it works to why you can exercise for 10 minutes compared to 30 minutes as long as you get your heart rate up
1: Um, yeah we did that through the so we have family consumer sciences and health so Uh you know we all come together so sometimes or a lot of times family consumer science will do the unit on heart rate and i'll do the unit on nutrition or you know fuel for our bodies and then they'll go back on a fitness friday and they'll work with their group in their training thing and they'll talk to them about okay my heart rate's at this oh i could go to this point so if they're looking at you know their heart rate monitors and they're seeing that their heart rate is in the right zone, mm-hmm. so they learn all of the heart rate stuff, and all their nutrition stuff in the health classes and in our family consumer science class.
0: Do they use the heart rate monitors in your class?
1: They use them on Fitness Fridays. And then we use them when we do the, um, we have like a heart rate challenge that she does in the family consumer science class, so she uses them for that too.
0: Okay. And I know you got um, a handful of of our heart rate monitors through the through yeah. the Spirit Challenge. Do you have are those the ones you use? Do you have more of those? Do you use others? Nope, those
1: are the only ones we have. Okay. That's all we have. We uh, just use those four, and then they switch.
0: So different kids get to use them... Right. Okay. I mean
1: Or we also have been using them because we have an active class or I have an active classroom. So I have pedal bikes, I have um, yoga balls, I have standing desk, I have all sorts of different things. So we've been using the heart rate monitors to kind of gauge where we are during our lesson and whether or not we can they're paying attention more or paying attention less when your heart rate is at a different point. We've okay. been using them for that too.
0: Okay. Um and when you've got them in the in your gym on during the Fitness Friday, do you notice, you know, a difference in between you know in effort level between the kids who are wearing the heart rate monitors that day and the kids who aren't?
1: Oh yeah, we definitely do because they can see where they're at and they're like, oh, I can give more. Oh, you know, and they call each other out on it too, so because you can see the color, so right. like, they'll be like, oh, you're not working at your hardest. <laughs> but they all want to wear them, and we only have four. So <laughs> we're on a, um, you know, you get to wear them once on a Fitness Friday for the whole semester. So that's the best we can do right now, but we'll see.
0: Okay. Um, so was there anything other than the, with this type of, of workout, other than the time element of, of being able to fit it in and get the most out of the kids? You know, w- were there other factors in... Um, prompting you to implement this for your program.
1: Um no, not really. We've tried, you know, different things on fitness Fridays and this seems to be what really works the best. Okay. For our what what we're trying to get out of the kids and it seems like this kind of tailors it to an individual's needs instead of doing some of the other things we've done.
0: What are some of the other things that you tried?
1: Um, well, we've done some things that are weight-bearing, and really that was very difficult with the age group that we have. We, it didn't work out so well. We've tried um, doing some stuff outside with just plain running, mm-hmm. and there are some kids that just can't do that. So this is something that it fe- feels like everybody is able to achieve greatness. Okay. So a lot of times, even if they're only holding the plank for 10 seconds, but at the beginning they were holding it for 5 they're showing a gain so that's important that seems to be what's working for us
0: okay um tell me a little bit about um about your teaching background what what prompted you to get into physical education
1: um i am a physical education teacher by trade like that's what my actual degree is in Um, but i've been teaching health for 17 years Um, And probably five years ago, I got this crazy idea to implement Fitness Fridays. Um, I wasn't sure what it all meant, but I knew I needed to get these kids more active than they actually were. So I started bringing my health classes down to the gym class and joining the gym class just on Fridays. And basically, over the past five years, it evolved from just joining and playing games into only fitness activities happening on Fridays. So they don't play any games on Fridays. They're all lifelong fitness skills that we deal with on Fridays. So it's really evolved from there. So I teach I'm certified in both health and phys ed as well as family consumer sciences. Okay. So I kind of headed up and then the Phys Ed teacher and our family consumer science teachers also Phys Ed and Family Consumer Sciences. Um, so we just worked together to really make this happen for the kids and kind of try to incorporate Everything on the Fridays. So pull from the health curriculum, pull from the family consumer science curriculum, and pull, pull from you know the physics curriculum, and bring it all together for these kids on Fridays.
0: Okay. So just so I understand, correctly, do you teach primarily health now, or yeah, do you... I
1: always have. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I teach health. Yep.
0: Okay. Um, yep. And so you, you.
1: I teach. Okay. I teach health. Yeah. I teach primarily health. I have like one or two physics classes a day depending on our schedule, but I am the only health teacher at our school.
0: Okay. So, um, you said you're, you're a PE teacher by trade. What, um,
1: well, that's what my degree. yeah, Yeah. So
0: what, I mean, so what prompted your decision to, to go that way? Um, you know, when you were a student,
1: I have wanted to be a phys ed teacher since I was in 8th grade. I actually wrote a report on being a PE teacher when I was in 8th grade. And then I went to college and wanted to um, basically change the life of children and create my own gym where kids who were obese would come and learn to be healthy and fit. So I have a degree in nutrition and I have a degree in physical education. And when I was in school, there wasn't necessarily a health education degree. Okay. And I kind of fell into health education because some a woman that I knew was going on maternity leave and was like, you have everything to be a health teacher. Have you thought of that. I gave it a shot. I really liked it. And I went back to school to get my health degree, okay. too. So that's kind of how things came to be. I'm in a really cool situation because I teach both here. Right. So I do phys ed and I do health.
0: So how many phys ed classes versus health classes in a day?
1: For me specifically, yes. or for for you, it it depends on the given semester. I some okay. semesters I teach five PE and two health, and some semesters I teach. Currently, I'm teaching like five health in one visit. Okay. So it all depends. But Fitness Friday is the one constant where that it's phys ed all day. So there's no health for me on Fridays. Okay. It's just fitness. Does that make sense?
0: It does. Um, all right, so what was the thing in eighth grade that um, that spoke to you about being a, a phys ed teacher? I'm sorry? What was the, oh, the, I was don't the know. thing in eighth grade? When you were in eighth grade? Or I, I, just had
1: a, it, oh, I just had an amazing phys ed teacher at the time, and I just I okay. looked up to her. I thought she was a wonderful person, and I was like, I really want to do this someday. I love the message she got across to me, and... It just kind of spoke to me. It was really something that I was passionate about. What was her name? I don't know her first name, but her last name was Reynolds. It was Mrs. Reynolds.
0: And where did you go to, would that have been middle school?
1: It would have been middle school,
0: yeah. Yeah, where was, what was the name of the school?
1: It's a Catholic middle school. It was called St. Mary's School in Franklin, New Hampshire.
0: So, what's the thing that you would? What's the advice you would give teachers elsewhere who who may see this lesson and um, and want to implement it?
1: My advice would be if you can get your administration behind you and they will back you. And we have a very supportive administration and school board here that really supports and sees the value in our program to go and pitch it to them and really embrace the kids' need to be physically active and to tailor their program individually as well, you know, to realize that not all the kids are going to perform the same, but to really tailor their program to meet every kid's needs so that all kids are able to be successful.